Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. I am Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. If you are on the phone uh, listening to the show and you can hear me, um, please press um, the number one so you can show up in the queue because I can't hear anything. So I want to make sure we get past this technical difficulty. So if you're listening and uh, and you can hear me, press the number one so that I can know that so that I know that you hear me. Hello, can you hear me? Okay. All right, great. I think you can hear me. All right, we have some technical difficulties. I do apologize for that. So we'll get right into uh, the show for tonight. Thank you so much for joining. Again, I am Minister Ginger London, the host of Tenacity, which is the 90 Days year-end challenge that we're doing in the Facebook group. Got to get myself together. And tonight starts the radio shows, and this is actually day 32 into um, the 90 Days Challenge. We're uh, not just finishing the year strong, but we're finishing the year purposefully. So that means that you should be on target with knowing what it is that you're supposed to be doing in the earth and Uh, Instead of just finishing strong, you want to finish on purpose. Even if you drop the ball somewhere along the way uh, during this year, you can pick it up, work with what's in your hand, and let's get going to finish strong and on purpose. So that at the top of the new year, you're not um, making New Year's resolutions uh, similar to, I want to seek the face of God for my purpose. I want to make sure I I fulfill the call on my life or I walk in my assignment. You want your year to start with something different. You want to be on track. You want to already be moving uh, with action steps. You just want to flow into the new year already doing what it is that you want to do. And uh, if you were on the uh, Facebook Live session or you saw the replay, um, you may have uh, heard in that during that session where I said starting today, I was going to do a 21 days. Uh, Daniel's fast as a part of the tenacity challenge. Normally I do that fast at the top of the year, at the beginning of January, and I go 21 days seeking the face of God, praying for wisdom, praying for direction, praying for clarity, uh, praying for uh, the the, uh, uh, energy or tenacity to move forward for the year and having great expectations. Well, this year as I was doing this challenge, I decided to move it from the top of January and bring it into the challenge. And so into November where we're moving forward and we're getting ready to come up on uh, the holiday where we're thankful and we're grateful, you know, Thanksgiving, I decided to do my 21 days uh, moving into that season of life where I'm already equipped and prepared and my inner man is strengthened. So I'm um, I'm appreciative and thankful to God for where I have been brought uh, to so far this year, and I'm excited about what's going to happen uh, to close out the year and also what's going to happen in the new year. So I'm praying for my clarity. I'm praying for my direction. 
And uh, what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm praying for the new year. I'm praying for that right now because I want to experience that right now. Don't wait till the new year. I want to start flowing in it. I want it to be something that is a part of my everyday a movement of life. And I want to have an expectation every day from this point on until the end of the year and into the new year, I want to already be flowing in that. And so that's I want to encourage you, join me or do it a fast, a time of fasting, uh, any way that God leads you. But clear your spirit man out and ask God to rejuvenate you, refresh you, revitalize you, to get you to a place where while you're doing this challenge that you are fresh, you have, you're renewed in your thinking, in your mind, and as a friend of mine, Anna's, her ministry is called Fresh Oil. You want God to put fresh oil on you. You want to experience fresh oil in your life. You don't want to stay stagnant. And, you know, if you're feeling like you're in a rut right now, you don't want to stay stagnant. You want God to move right now on your behalf. And so, again, welcome to the radio series on tenacity going to be power packed. We're going to really be delving into some great things. And um, I want to start off by uh, going back over some of the definitions of tenacity. One is the act, the fact of being able to grip something firmly. And that was modular number one, gripping firmly, where we talked about the tenacious mindset and uh, understanding that your thinking has to change if you're going to finish strong, if you're going to finish on purpose. You have to have a mindset that says, no matter what, I'm determined to think my way through to the end of this year and into next year. What does that mean? That God is going to probably give you some witty ideas and creative ideas. So there may be projects and things you've been working on or business ideas or ministry ideas that you've had throughout the year that you didn't do or didn't think it was the right timing or uh, uh, you felt like, oh, I'll wait till next year and do it. Now is the time to start doing it, not next year. So you need a tenacious mindset that says I'm determined right now to think my way through the end of the year on purpose. I want my thought life to be on target. I want my thought life to be centered around what it is I'm called to do. I want my thought life to align me with what I am believing God for. I want my thought life to be aligned with the action steps that I'm getting ready to take to finish strong. Another definition is the fact of being very determined, having determination, and that's modular number two. So that's where the radio series come in. It's uh, determination is the tenacious greater works. You have to be determined to do greater works in the earth if you're going to finish purposefully. Finishing the year strong is not just you tidying up things and, you know, uh, tying up loose ends. Finishing strong is finishing on purpose. So if you've been going the whole, if you have gone through the whole year with not accomplishing what you were supposed to accomplish in the earth, whatever your assignment was this year or whatever it is that God has placed your uh, placed upon your life as a calling, um, if you haven't done any of that, you have not been on purpose at all this year. So why not stop and and make a decision that you want to do greater works. And greater works for you may simply mean getting everything ready to to step out by faith or to launch out into the deep to catch a greater harvest. If you've been dragging your feet and procrastinating, then your greater works is going to be to to actually position yourself so that you can plan out the close of your year. Because a lot of things that we do 
are not written down. Remember, in Habakkuk, it says, write the vision down upon tablets. Make it plain. So those that read it can run with it. That includes you. So for you, your greater work, if you've been procrastinating and putting off and hitting and missing throughout the year, is going to be to bring everything in and bring some order and some structure to what it is you're supposed to be doing for the close of this year. So simply for you, it's going to be able to plan out what it is you're supposed to be doing. And believe it or not, that is challenging at times when you have to sit down and just write things out because uh, internally you want to just get going. You want to see it happen. You want it right now. You want the clients right now. You want the 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 fruit of your labor to show up in your finances right now. We want all of the right now things, but we don't stop sometimes to really map out how right now is going to show up. So I want to challenge you to really plan the way that you literally want to see the year in uh, uh, in for you and what you want to do moving into the next year. You know, um, nothing is better than that. Is when you can sit down and write your vision out and then write out the mission, how you're going to get there, what you're going to do. You know, write it out. And as I told you um, earlier uh, in this challenge, we're just developing some planners uh, for you, and we're going to release them in about a week or so. That will help you close out the year. Uh, strong. We're going to have a project, a productivity planner, and we'll have a goals planner, and they're unique and specific. A lot of times you're trying to figure out, what do I write? What do I say? Sometimes you need a template, something in front of you that says, right now, write out your thoughts about your idea. Write your ideas down here. You know, you need something to guide you, to help you along the way. And no man is an island. Two are better than one. So I'm creating products that will help you to finish strong this year, start even stronger and on purpose at the top of the next year. So then modular, another definition, the third one that we're using is persistence, extremely persistent in doing something. So modular three is actually on persistence, and that is tenacious manifestations. How do you take what it is that you should be doing right now and make them manifest in your life right now, whether that is a monetary manifestation, whether it's a spiritual one, whether it is a uh, self-development one where you're growing spiritually, whatever that is for you, how do you make manifestation show up right now? So a lot of people really struggle with um, manifestations. They struggle with planning, but you have to do those steps if you want to see something show up in life, in your life. So tonight I want to talk to you about your inner greatness. You know, many people struggle sometimes by, uh, in reaching their goal or fulfilling their uh, greatest potential because they feel like something is missing from their lives. You know, whether they are afraid to step out, whether they're afraid to take action, whether they don't feel good enough or whether they they don't feel like they're worthy enough to have success. And what happens is they begin to fall back um, on excuses of why they aren't living the lives that they want to or why they aren't achieving as much as they feel they should be achieving. So if if that's you or if you know someone that's in a rut, I want you to really position your mind, if you will, to really make a decision that you're going to move past that barrier of fear, move past those negative thoughts, those uh, limiting uh, and self 
sabotaging thoughts, and I want you to clear your mind so some new thoughts can enter so that you can believe that you're worthy of success, that you can believe that you can achieve your goals, so that you can believe that you are capable of finishing strong without giving up and then having to start all over again at the top of the year. So I want you to get rid of those thoughts, negative thoughts, and embrace and empower yourself with the thoughts, the godly and positive thoughts, where you can believe that you can achieve whatever it is that you're supposed to achieve. I want you to discover that there is a greatness within you, and I want you to be able to see that greatness um, that you have on the inside of you. All of us have a greatness. Now, how it is manifested will will be determined by how we stir the gifts up on the inside of us and what we believe about what God has already placed on the inside of us. Sometimes that picture, when you see it, is a bigger... too big to believe, but if you if you can believe God for any other things in your other things in your life, you can believe God to accomplish your assignment and to fulfill your purpose in the earth. And you can believe God to wake up, redeem the time, and say, God, I, I procrastinated. I, I just didn't do what I was supposed to do all year long. I pray right now that you redeem the time and over the next 60 days, give me the strength, the endurance, the wisdom, the knowledge to prepare myself to be positioned to walk in what you have called me to walk in and to be able to achieve some of these goals before the year is out. You know, for us, we look at it all year long. God could make a turnaround in your life in the twinkling of an eye, in a blink, he, you can walk, you can be introduced to the right person over the next 60 days that will open up doors for you that you never could have imagined would have opened up at the end of a year. So you have to believe in the greatness that's on the inside of you. And you have to believe that you can work harder than you've been working and that you're worthy of success and that, that it's essential that you take action steps in order to um, – Uh, fulfill whatever you need to do uh, for this year. It will take you rethinking everything, and it will take you actually making a decision to actually uh, uh, grasp it or be able to visualize it, if you will, uh, uh, in a better way or a more clear way so that you will know that without a shadow of a doubt, you are capable of accomplishing whatever God wants you to accomplish in the earth, and you can finish the year out strong. So I hope you have pencil and paper. Paper. Let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about your inner greatness. I want you to really find yourself in this teaching. Take the notes that give you that aha light bulb kind of moment uh, so that you can go back and review um, your notes and know exactly what it is that um, you need to do at this season and at this time in your life. So we're going to get right into it. So again, like I said before, people have a tendency to believe that they're not worthy of it, but you are worthy. God has created you to do some great things. And so virtually everyone has you know, dreams and desires within them that they want to achieve or they would like to achieve. But a lot of times people question whether or not they have the ability to achieve those dreams or the ability to to achieve those desires, and they sometimes lack the uh, self-confidence in themselves and their abilities to believe that their dreams and desires are achievable, especially when you find yourself 
getting to this point of a year and you feel like you're in a rut or you feel like you've wasted a lot of time and maybe you did. So what happens is you become discouraged, you become um, um disheartened by it. And so you feel like, well, you know what? I'm just going to, at the top of the year, I'm just going to go ahead and go through the holiday season. I'm not going to do much, but I'm going to wait till next year. And I'm going to wholeheartedly put 100% into everything that I'm supposed to be doing. You take that mindset. And if you do that, I guarantee you at the top of the next year, you will be okay for the first week of January, but it will, will filter down and you will lose energy and you will lose your momentum. And before you know it, It'll be June of next year, and you'll be looking back over the last five months, and you'll find yourself in the same rut. But if you intentionally position yourself now to work on it and you're moving into the new year with it, then that's a different mindset that comes with that because you're already walking in those steps. You're already doing it, and you're going to start seeing the manifestations of your hard work. You're going to start, you will start seeing the fruit of your labor, and that becomes a motivation for you to continue on. So don't give up right now if you feel like you're in a rut or if you feel um, or if you know, rather, that you've wasted a lot of time procrastinating. It's okay. What is not okay is for you to continue procrastinating or stay in the rut. It's good for you to see it right now and then make a conscious decision that you want to change everything, that you want to see something different. So you have to believe that you really can achieve your desires and that you can achieve your um, your goals. Everyone is capable of achieving great things and accomplishments. But a, a lot of times in our society, we are we are held back you know, because of one or more obstacles that present, prevent us from realizing the, um, our capabilities. You know, sometimes we just don't. Sometimes we call it humility. We call it being humble. And we don't fortify ourselves or encourage ourselves with what we know about who we are. We know what you know what you're good at. You know what your skill sets are. You know what um, you're knowledgeable in. You know if you're an expert in an area. If you are, it's because it was intentional. You don't just become an expert. You you um, grow into that. You develop into that expert status. So a lot of times you know that you're capable of achieving great things, but for some reason, um, we have a tendency to get held back by limiting our capabilities or not expressing to ourselves what we're capable of. No one knows that you have a gift until you say something. And there is a scripture that says your gift will make room for you. Your gift cannot make room for you if it's lying dormant. The gift has to be activated. So I want to encourage you as you listen to this teaching tonight to stir up your gift, to, to fan into flame what you're capable of doing, what you've been empowered with, to do. All of us have spiritual gifts. All of us have some type of talent or skill set that we've learned over the years, especially if you have had a desire to be successful, whether that's in ministry, business, in your professional career, some people will stay on their jobs and they're going to be CEOs and CFOs and all those things. So that's your professional career. So you've learned and uh, acquired uh, skill sets and knowledge over the years, and those are the things that empower you to be capable of, of achieving great things. So don't let the obstacles get in the way that causes you to have limiting belief uh, where you feel like you're not uh, capable or you, you minimize uh, your capabilities, your abilities uh, to do something. You know, um, uh, I want to encourage you, that, as I said in the Facebook Live 
session to know what your spiritual gifts are. You need to know them because when you know what your spiritual gifts are, then it gives you more definition uh, to your life. There are three reasons I told them that you need to uh, know or discover your spiritual gifts. Number one, spiritual gifts will enable you to find your place in the earth. It's going to help you find your place in the body of Christ. It's going to help you find your place in the earth. It's going to help you find your place if you're in marketplace ministry or business. If you're an entrepreneur, know what your gifts are. Know what your spiritual gifts are. Those are supernatural empowerments that makes it possible for you to do a particular thing. And I mentioned one of the gifts, spiritual gifts, that a lot of people overlook is the gift of administration. You know, people don't see that sometimes as a spiritual gift, but there, that really is one of the spiritual gifts is the gift of administration. So you may be someone who knows how to bring order to things or bring order to a place of business or to structure things. So you may have that gift of administration. So whatever it is, know what your spiritual gifts are because it will enable you to find your place. Number two, know your spiritual gifts. Knowing your spiritual gifts will determine your priorities. When you know what they are, you will know how to prioritize your life. What's important to you? Is it going to be going to the movies or is it going to be continue, uh, doing what is necessary to be successful in business, in ministry, whatever it is that you are pursuing in your career? When you know what, you, what your gifted, uh, gifts are, what you're gifted at, in doing, then you will prioritize your time and your day and your life a different way. So if you know that you are empowered or that you've been entrusted with, um, let's say, um, the spiritual gift of teaching. So you know that whatever you do, that you've been empowered to speak or teach in a way to impact a person's life, to bring transformation, to bring change to that person, to educate them. And I'm not talking about in a school. I'm talking about how we're talking right now. You know that. Then, so that means that what becomes a priority to you, priority to your life? How do I teach? How do you develop it? That becomes a priority. Then knowing who you are assigned to and then knowing where to take it. So things change in your life when you know what your spiritual gifts are. You prioritize your day uh, differently. If you are assigned um, in the workplace as a teacher, maybe a school teacher, same different, you, difference. You would do whatever you need to do to become that school teacher that's going to work in a school system to educate people's children. So that means you're going to go to college, you're going to get the degree. After the, while you're getting the degree, you're going to do your student teaching. From your student teaching, you're going to take the NTE. Then you apply for jobs with the school system. You get it, you go teach. You, when you know what you are gifted in and what your assignment is, you will prioritize your day and your life a little differently. And then number three, knowing your spiritual gifts will um, be of great help in discerning God's will. You will know a lot of times people go through life trying to figure out what it is they're supposed to do. What's my purpose? What are, why, am I exist, in, in, why do I exist? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? I can't figure it out. A lot of times you can't figure it out because you don't know what you've been empowered with. And even in the secular arena, they know how to do that because they give you vocational tests where you sit and ask all these questions, and at the end, when they score it, they say, hey, have you ever thought about being a lawyer? You know, the way you answer these questions, it indicates that you have an interest in justice. You have an interest in law. You know, so there are a number of ways where you can figure it out. There are spiritual gift assessments that are available that you can buy at Christian bookstores or christianbook.com. Uh, one of the best ones on the market is one by Peter Wagner, uh, uh, 
get it. I think it might even be a way you can download it for free. But um, I think the Southern Baptist denomination has a spiritual gift assessment uh, that you can uh, take, you can download for free off of their website. But if you're at that place where you're trying to discover what that is, then do what you need to do to make sure that you know um, what your spiritual gifts are and what your talents and abilities are. Because when you know that, things will change in your life. You're not searching so much for uh, significance or or so much for uh, purpose, like who am I, what am I to do. You may be searching for opportunities, but you're not searching for a definition of something to define your life. You're searching for ways to use what you've been given in life to make your life purposeful and meaningful. So make sure you know what your um, spiritual gifts are, and that will help you tremendously. Another obstacle that we face when we talk about your inner greatness, one obstacle that we face is that sometimes um, we have family and friends and other people that – uh, are doing a certain thing, and the pressure from them to do exactly what they're doing, they now pressure us to do that. And sometimes we follow that path knowing that that is not what we should do, but because our family member did it or our friends are doing it, then I will do it too. And I can tell you from experience, I know when I went to Southern University uh, here in Baton Rouge, I majored in accounting. Well, I majored in accounting for several reasons. One, because it was the popular field at that time. Two, I had a cousin that had done it. Three, and I knew some friends that were doing it. And so I majored in it because I knew other people that were doing it. Not so much because that was my interest, but because people were saying, oh, that's what you ought to major in. You can make money, That all of that. And I went through that whole spiel of going through school, college, majoring in it, getting out, working for a CPA, working for accounting, state agency in accounting, only to discover that I was bored stiff out of my mind. I did not want to do it. And, you know, I really struggled to some degree of trying to figure out what to do because I was like, no one was, I was, wasn't really connected with anyone who could give me direction on how to discover uh, my purpose for life. And it wasn't until I actually, in, in the late 80s, rededicated my life to Christ that, and that started getting into the Word of God and becoming active in the church, where I actually started fasting and praying and then started seeking the face of God for what is my life's purpose, where it became really relevant. Uh, to me. Prior to that, I was just hitting and missing and searching because I was doing things other people were doing and because it looked good. It looked lucrative and all of that. And they were doing great in it. Why? Because that's what they truly wanted to do. And they are, they were gifted at it. I mean, they majored in account, best knowledge, got out there, worked with CPA firms, did a great job, uh, you know, did a great job in the while working for the CPA firm, just loved it. I was like, oh, my God, it must be something better to, in life than this. But to them, that was better because that's, that is what they were supposed to be doing. For me, not so much so. So another obstacle that we face sometimes is following in the footsteps of other people's careers and what other people are doing. And it's not necessarily our assignment. And then we start feeling even more stuck and even in more of a rut because we're completely off track. It's one thing to procrastinate knowing and doing something that you know you're supposed to do. It's another thing to get caught in a rut, following behind someone, um, and it's not what you're supposed to be um, doing. And a lot of times when we face these obstacles in life, greatness doesn't show up, and it prevents us 
from really choosing the right path so that we can manage ourselves well enough so that we don't fall short um, throughout the year. You know, we don't uh, minimize our greatness. We have a, the potential to do great things. We can do great things. So we need to make sure that we don't shortchange ourselves um, in doing that. So uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about um, how to overcome some uh, limiting beliefs. And I'm just going to touch it a little bit. I'm not going to spend a lot of time um, on that. You know, uh, again, we all want to achieve greatness, but sometimes we get stuck and we get uh, in a rut because of what we're thinking. And we've already done um, the module on the tenacious mindset. So if you go to the Facebook group, got to get myself together. If you haven't joined, join the group and all the resources and the links to how to get to the replays are in the group. So, but just to touch a little bit um, on this, because if the word of God says, as a man thinketh in his heart, um, which is synonymous with mine, then so is he. What you believe about yourself and what you believe about achieving your greatest potential is what you will actually do. So if you don't believe that you can achieve greatness, if you don't believe that there's there's greatness on the inside of you, that you're smart enough, educated enough, skilled enough, knowledgeable enough, you will not do anything. And if you do something, you're only going to go so far and you will intentionally stop because of what you believe. You will not push past that um, that, um, limiting belief or that fear you will continue to stay there, and you will find another project to work on. You'll get to a certain point, and you're going to stop again. So a lot of people uh, don't achieve their greatest potential because of their limiting beliefs, what they believe about their potential, what they believe, what they believe about the greatness they can um, achieve. And it's really disheartening, and it can really discourage you and put you into a really bad place when you don't move past that limiting belief or you get some or don't if you don't get help to get past that because really it's an internal thing and it's really about you. It's not about what other people think. It's really about what you believe about yourself. And so if you are plagued by that or tormented by those thoughts, you really before you do anything, start a business, move into further into your career, launch anything, step out Whatever it is, before you do that, get some help with those limiting beliefs because they are real for some people and they are uh, self-sabotaging for some. They uh, people have turned to a lot of to many different things uh, that are ungodly to compensate or try to med- self-medicate away from those limiting beliefs. Get the help that you need to move beyond that. Whether it's reading a book, talking to a counselor, talking to a life coach whatever it is, get past those limiting beliefs so that you can move forward. So nothing is in the way. Nothing is blocking your clear view of what greatness is is on the inside of you. Um, It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to be blocked from fulfilling it. So whatever that is that's on the inside, you want to make sure that you get beyond that and you move um, beyond that your limiting beliefs because they will harm you and will cause you to um actually not fulfill your greatest potential in in life. And so uh in talking about greatness, I'll share with you from one of my teachings understanding your calling um which is important 
is that there are three areas of your life that you always want to make sure when you're walking into what God has called you that you have a grip and a clear understanding on three on um on your calling. Number one is discovering it. Know exactly what it is that you are in the earth to do. The question, the main question on that is who am I? You know, who am I? And a lot of times people struggle with that. We have a tendency to answer that question based on um, what we do, what kind of jobs we have. And uh, we answer the question for people, but we answer that question simply based on what it is that we do and not on really who we are. And that's why it's really clear, uh, it's really important that you get a clear understanding about yourself before you do anything. If you don't know who you are, it doesn't matter what your assignment is. You don't believe in who God created you to to be. You will not fulfill your assignment, and you will struggle in the earth with trying to fulfill your assignment. So the question, who am I? That's what you need to know. The, The scripture says in Psalm 139 that God knows all about you, He knows all about the intricate details of your life. There's nothing you've thought, nor where you've been, nothing you've said, nothing you've heard that he doesn't know about. The the question is, what do you know about yourself according to the way God thinks about you? Can you see yourself the way God sees you? And when you can do that, things will change for you. None of us are perfect, but we all should grow towards spiritual maturity, and we all should grow grow towards self-development where we become uh, mature people in the earth, we can manage our emotions, manage our thought life, and manage and govern our own actions. And so it's important that you know who you are. Your spiritual gifts will help you to understand that so that when people ask you, you know, um, or when people say something like, tell me a little bit about yourself, instead of saying where you work at, where you're from, what you do on your job, you'll be able to say some more specific things about who you are, uh, what you're gifted at, what you're skilled at, how you help people, you know, and what the results are. Those are the kind of conversations that grab people's attention. You know, you might say, hi, I'm Ginger from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And, um, and you might say, I'm gifted to teach. Uh, I'm gifted to empower people through teaching, to uh, live better lives, and to, to know their purpose and to know where what they're supposed to be doing in life. That grabs people's attention, you know, worded a little differently, but something similar to that. Now they want to know a little bit more about you. How do you do that? How is that done? How does that impact people? You know, when you have a conversation about where you're from, what high school you went to, that's like chit-chat. So, you know, and that's a, that's okay if a conversation for chit-chat where you're, you know, introducing yourself, people just getting to know you. Maybe you're, you know, at a function at somebody's house or something you know, then that's fine. But if you're engaging in what I call an assignment conversation, that means that you have to be ready to talk about what you do in the earth and how you make a difference in doing it. That verbiage is, that conversation and those words will be different than the chit-chat conversation. So I prepare myself for assignment conversation. I prepare myself to be able to slip that in or ease that in when necessary or when it's needed at any given moment. You never know who you're going to come across. You never know who you will meet that will need what you have. But if you never say anything about what you do, or if you never talk in a way that makes that person's ears stand up to say, you know what, it's something about her. It's something about him. 
I need to I need to hear a little bit more than that. A simple conversation can turn into a new client for you. It can turn into you making an impartation in someone's life where they become um, a mentee or protege or something, or just simply being a blessing at that moment where you can share information with that person and give them something that they can take on and begin to live out their lives in the way that they're supposed to. So conversations on assignment or assignment conversations or the conversations that I desire to have throughout the day. I, I, you know, I chit-chat and I just have those free for all conversations all the time, but I'm always uh, discerning and, and uh, want to be in tune to those conversations where my words need to be on assignment, where I need to when I need to use words that that are life changing or transforming. I'm ready to do that, and you can only do that when you fully understand what your spiritual gifts are, what your skill sets are, and what your assignment is. So you have to discover. What your assignment is, you must first say, answer the question, who am I? And when you can answer that question, then you move to the next phase, which is developing. You have to develop it. I know I may have, through fasting and praying, discerned that I'm called to teach, but I didn't know how to teach just because I discerned that. I had to position myself to develop as a great teacher. I had to study differently than anyone else studied. You know, I didn't study just for spiritual growth. I had to study for spiritual impartation. You know, when I'm uh, talking from the coaching and business side and uh, life purpose side, when I study, I don't study for my own life purpose per se, but I study to impart and impact someone else's life purpose. So it's a little different. So I know that when I study, I'm studying purposefully uh, to so that it can fit in with the gifts and skill set that I have. I've known for a long time what my calling is, and you may have as well. But as you know, as we, as everything evolves and changes, you know, we got the Internet, we got all this digital stuff going on, your purpose won't change, but the method of delivery may change for you. So, you know, in the past, you may have been hosting events or you may have uh, done things in your city. Now you can sit in front of a computer and do it globally at the push of a button. So you have to you have to do things a little differently. Your assignment or your main purpose, I should say, doesn't change. You know, so so you have to find ways to develop and mature in your assignment. And then delivering. Who is it for? I can't service everybody, but the somebodies that I am assigned to, I need to be clear about who they are. Where do I find them? What is it that they're looking for? What's the problem that I solve for them? What's the greatest question that I answer for them? When I know who they are, I can deliver to them. That's the market. They become my market, and the market is in demand of the goods that you have. So you have to be able to bring it or deliver it to them. So it's important that all three of these work together. First, you discover what it is you're called to do, who you are, how that all comes into play. Then you develop in that. So, you know, a lot of times people want to start businesses and do different kinds of things, but they don't want to develop in it. They don't want to pay money. They don't want to make an investment in learning, investment in training. They just want it to happen overnight and don't realize it's not going to just happen overnight. You must develop into it. You must get trained to do it. You know, so as gifted as I am spiritually to teach, when I got ready to add coaching to 
to the type of ministry that that I do, I had to go through coach certification, had to do training for coaching. So I discovered that it was a little different than counseling and then uh, just teaching um, for spiritual impartation. Coaching was a little different. So I learned another set of skills when I did my coach certification. So it could be the same for you. Whatever it is that you uh, know that you're to do in the earth, it may be time for you to develop more in that uh, in that particular area. So you may need to take a class. You may need a business or life coach uh, to work uh, with you in developing. You may need to uh, invest in video, um, uh, video, digital videos or uh, digital audios for training. You will have to do something else uh, or do more, rather, to develop yourself. Why? Because your market, your audience is waiting for something greater. They're waiting for the greater work that's on the inside of you to show up because they are in demand of the goods that you have. So it's important that you know how to make the delivery to them. All of your, all the people that you are assigned to will not receive the same way. They won't learn the same way. Some people are visual learners. Some people are um, hearers. You know, they learn just from listening. So you have to find different delivery methods to bring to them what it is that you have that's going to help them, period. Whether it's personal, maybe you're trying to develop as a person, maybe you want your family member, your family unit to be stronger. It's the same thing. The same principles can be applied. So whatever it is that you need to develop in your family, if it's better communication, then you need to find a way to do that. And so if it's... um uh, being a little bit more tolerant and loving towards each other. You have to find creative ways to do that, to make sure that you develop in those areas and you strengthen that may be weak in your family life. So you find different ways um, and creative ways to strengthen the family unit so that it can become that strong family that you desire for it to become. So it doesn't matter what you're working on as we go towards the end of the year, these principles can still be applied to your life, and that's what's exciting about it. So I want you to understand that that is important that you know uh, who you are, what you're called to do. It's important that you develop in it, that you um, develop it, and it's important that you know where to deliver it, period. Those are key things. If you're going to finish strong, uh, maybe you're writing a book, maybe you're working on a project, maybe you're starting a business or a ministry or, e- or taking it to the next level, you still have to know those three areas. You still have some things that you have to plan out to make it happen. So don't just want to jump out into the in, – um, Launch out into the deep. You know, you jump out in that water, you might drown if you're not prepared, or you might not use the right tools. You know, a lot of times we quote that scripture where, um, you know, Jesus told the disciples, launch out into the deep and let your nets down. Well, before they did that, if you go back and read, they were already fishermen at the bank. So they weren't just going out there, you know, just stepping out. <laughs> they already knew how to fish from fishing at the bank. When they were launched out, they were just going into deeper waters. They were going to another level. And that's what I want to see you do as we close out this year. I want you to go to another level, no matter what that area is for you. Launch out into the deep, but launch out into the deep with the right tools, with the right mindset, and with the right skill set. They were already fishermen. They just got into the boat and went a little further out into the water. So 
that'll be important for you um, to remember. You need revelation about your inner greatness. Uh, you need some revelation. I believe, you know, I just love that term revelation. You know, we that's a term that we use a lot um, in the body of Christ and, and um, just in the business world. Uh, now people are using more spiritual terms, you know, um, in the secular business world. But the revelation, um, you have to be very clear about your assignment. And revelation biblically um, is defined as manifestation of a divine will or truth. It's the manifestation of a design of a divine will or truth. It is the supernatural communication of truth to the mind. M I N D. It is the highest order of knowledge. God gives you a revelation about your life. It is the highest order of knowledge that you're going to receive because it is the ultimate thing that you want to know on how to live in the earth. Got it? So revelation is the supernatural communication of truth to the mind, and it is the highest order of knowledge. When God gives you a revelation about your life or your assignment, he gives you an understanding of his plan at your level of comprehension, which you become accountable to once you receive it. He gives it to you at your level of comprehension, no matter where you are. But once you, re- once you get that revelation, once you comprehend what it is you're supposed to do, then you become accountable for that information that you now have. It's one thing to not know what your purpose is. Once you get that revelation, now you are accountable. You must become a good steward over that knowledge. You cannot sit and let it lie dormant. You now have to begin to take action steps so that you can see a manifestation of that revelation in your life. Here's what revelation is. It's divine definition, right? It gives you definition about your life. You must know who you are. In the eyes of God, you must be crystal clear about the assignment. You must be clear on what area of life, uh, whether that's uh, ministry, career, business, uh, products, services, whatever it is you are to pursue. That's divine definition. Revelation will give you a definition for life. And whatever it is you're supposed to pursue, it's going to come in that revelation. It will be clear. If you des- if you have a desire to know it, and I told you here, I'm doing the 21 days fast. I'm not waiting till the top of January. I want clarity now. I want to know now before I finish this year, what else, what am I supposed to be moving in right now and what needs to happen at the top of the year, regardless of what that is. So if God says to me through the 21 days that over the next 21 days, what I want you to do is plan out how you're going to step out in faith and do er, do this, 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 and this. He says, I want you to write a book, then that's what I'm going to be doing. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. You have to seek the face of God to get some clarity about what the revelation is for your life. What is your purpose, what should you be pursuing right now, what you should be working on right now, what you should be engaged in right now, all right? So revelation is divine definition. It's also divine development, all right? You must grow daily. Development, development, development. You're going to hear me say that a lot throughout the next 60 days. You must develop. You must grow daily. You must be... um, 
If you don't, you're going to become stagnant. You're going to remain in the same mindset. You're going to remain in the same skill set. You know, you're going to remain in the same professional practices you're doing right now. Um, And at the start of the new year, you're going to be staying right there in the same spot. You must develop with the time, okay, with the season that we're in right now. We're closing out this, this year. So you're in that season of moving forward, even though the new year is not here. So you must develop in the times that we're in. If you're going to take this challenge, and if you're listening, you're taking the challenge. So in this challenge, that's the season, that's the time that you're in right now. So you must develop in this time. So take a day or two or three days, if you will. we got 60 more, 61 or whatever it is, more days left. Take the next few days to really get yourself together. So before you think about business, before you think about your career, before you think about uh, improving your family or uh, starting a business or ministry, before you think about any of those other things, get yourself together first. Take a few days to really concentrate and focus on you, what it is that you need to do to get yourself together. Okay, so I want you to do that. Then number three, divine dominion. That's Revelation gives you three spiritual things that, that are important in your life. Define, define, divine domination. All right? That means that you're going to operate in the power of God, things that God wants you to do. All right? When you do that, you're going to be strengthened. You're going to be encouraged. Your faith is going to go to another level. It's going to be really important that you have divine dom- domination in your in your spirit, that you have the power of God to finish this year on purpose, to finish this year strong, all right? Divine definition is going to be how God, when God shows you what you're supposed to pursue. Divine development is when you take on, learn something new, and you operate in the season of time that you're in right now. And divine dominion says, I have the power of God on the, operating on the inside of me to do exactly what I'm supposed to be doing at this season, at this time, um, in my life. Proverbs chapter four and seven says it says this wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So you need revelation operating in your life. All right? So I want to give you a couple of questions for you to answer to for revelation to operate in your life. Number one, what stirs your soul? Okay, before you can finish this year strong, and if you, no matter where you are uh, in in your life right now, even if you're flowing in the right direction, this these questions can be refresher, refresher, refresher questions for you. Number one, what stirs your soul? What gets you excited? You know, what 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 gets you all riled, you know riled up just from the mention of it? So, what stirs your soul? All right, what are you passionate about in your life? Number two. All right, and then number three, why do you do what you do, or why do you want to do the thing that you're passionate about? So either why do you do what you do if you're already flowing, and or why do you want to do it if you're picking yourself up at this season? All right, and so one of the when you look back over these three questions, hope you, hopefully you wrote them down. All of this will help you. You cannot finish strong without knowing what it is you're supposed to be finishing, or what you should be be. Pers- uh, pursuing, so it's very important that you know that. So let me give you a few point, uh, some things to help you with the um, when we talk about um, 
delivering, all right? Because that's going to be the key. Because we're going to focus on um, this, and I want you to really, really be comfortable in knowing about delivering. Because a lot of people, when they when they talk about finishing strong and all this, they have go, goals that they're trying to accomplish that was that that they made at the top of the year, and usually they're action-type goals. And so we'll just talk a little bit about this to kind of position you and get you uh, in position to do these things. First, you want creativity flowing in your life, okay? So I don't care if you're writing a book, cre- uh, creating a project, or um, creating a product or services for someone. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are um, wanting to start a business or uh, do something in ministry or something in your professional career. You want creativity to be flowing in your life, all right? You are, you are creative in your own way. Um, you just have to realize what your talents and skills are. It goes back to knowing what your spiritual gifts are. You you know, I want you to really ask yourself key questions. I love power questions. So number one, I want you, are you constantly looking for new goals and something to accomplish? If you're not, you're stuck. You're in a rut, all right? So in the next 60 days, if you're trying to refresh yourself or come out of that rut, if you stop looking for new ideas, if you stop uh, visualizing, if you stop being creative, then you need to start looking for new go- uh, uh, looking for some new goals and looking for something new to accomplish in your life. That will help you to finish on purpose. You know, um, uh, do you like to um, ask the question, "What if? What if I took this a little further? What if more was added to this?" You know, that's creativity. When you're looking at something and you have the what if going on in your mind, what if I added another modular? What if I added um, another ministry to this, uh, to the church? Or what if I created um, uh, a program that would help people to uh, come out of debt? You know, anything. If you're the if you're at that what if stage, that means that creativity is already flowing in you. You just have to figure out where you're going to put the what if. You know, what are you going to uh, attach it to, all right? Um, Do you enjoy teaching someone a new skill? Are you good at problem solving? You know, all of this will help your creativity uh, to um, uh, flow, all right? So think about that. Uh, There's a real need uh, for um, creativity right now as we close out the year because if you're stuck and if you're in a rut, creativity is not flowing. In you, and if you have it already on the inside of you, there's something that's blocking creativity from manifesting in your life, and that's not good, all right? So there are three tips for you to be more creative. I'm going to give you three tips. One, here we go. What you want to do when creativity is flowing is you want to record your ideas on whatever is comfortable and convenient at the moment, all right? I want you to record it. I tell you if you've heard my teaching before, you hear me say all the time you need planners, planners, planners. You know, schedule everything, write everything down in the past. And I still do to some degree today, write on sticky notes. But I try to put my sticky notes in the planner. I think I write on sticky notes because I just like all the different colors they come in. But you got to get away from sticky notes and get into um, journaling and putting down your ideas on paper number one that's long and large enough to hold those ideas sticky notes can only hold so much information you need something that you can put your thoughts down on that will make sense all right use your sticky notes 
as bullet points until you can get to where your journal is or you get to where your planner is. And they make all types of planners. They now have idea planners out there, you know, where you can jot your ideas down, date it, and all that kind of stuff. So um, you want to make sure that you record your ideas on whatever is comfortable and convenient at the moment. Uh, and you, number two, don't limit yourself to ideas that seem possible. Capture all of your ideas. You know, even if they don't seem, uh, I mean, even if they seem impossible to implement at the moment, you know, right now where where you are, that's okay. Write them down anyway. You know, um, when things seem impossible, sometimes those impossible ideas will become a fuel of courage for you, for you to push past any barriers to make them come to life. All right? So don't limit yourself to ideas that seem possible. I want you to think also about the impossible ideas and write them down. And then number three, change your scenery or location. So if you want creativity flowing, you sometimes maybe you got to go sit in the park, you know, or do like I do sometimes. I do a personal retreat. I'll go stay in a hotel in the city somewhere, a really nice one, you know, um, without spending an arm and a leg to do so, but one that's nice that maybe – you know, the rooms are nice, or uh, maybe the rooms are like a suite, so you can have somewhere to, you know, write and work in there. It's quiet. Um, and when I'm away from the ordinary, normal flow of life, but even if I go on a personal retreat, just sitting and watching and people come in and out or just uh, looking uh, at whatever is around, sometimes creativity will flow that way. But sometimes I have to take myself outside of my comfort zone, if you will, and put myself in a place where my thinking is free to flow. And when it's free to flow, my pen needs to be ready and my tablet too so that I can write those ideas down. You know, when I do a personal retreat, I have a schedule. I put myself on a schedule. I know what time I'm going to arrive at the hotel. I know um, what I'm going to do after I check in. I know what time I'm going to get started on what I'm supposed to be doing in there, what time I'm going to take a break, um, what time I'm going to eat whatever it is. So sometimes you have to change your location. You may not be able to do a retreat like that, but you may be able to go to the park and just sit in the park and just write. Just be um, um, mindful of your surroundings. You know, be somewhere safe um, so that you can um, be able to feel comfortable and still flow uh, in creativities and capturing um, your thoughts. Um, To really conclude with this teaching, I want to tell you the really the greatest, the most important thing of all is operating by faith. You will have to bring your faith to another level to close out purposefully, to close out strong, to even start the new year even stronger. Your faith has to come to another level. You must operate in faith. Everything that you're going to do uh, from this point on is going to be by faith, especially if you've been procrastinating, in a rut, feeling stuck, Uh, feeling like you're at a stopping point um, and you need some type of energizing or uh, need some more information to go to the next level, everything is going to be by faith. I don't care if you sign up for uh, a two-hour webinar. It's going to be by faith. You're going to read that sales page, going to see what that person is going to be talking about on that webinar. I'm telling you, it's going to be by faith. Preferably, it's not a miss. We do it because you can – Register for some trainings that are out here, and it's a, it'll be a miss for you, you know, but you can't become discouraged. you got to keep moving. you got to keep going. you got to find out those names that are trusted, you know, uh, people who are out there with information. Um, sometimes you have to go back to the old school 
uh, way, and you have to actually go to um, some of these organizations that's been putting on seminars and workshops for years that were coming to your city, and now they're still coming to your city, but they also now have webinars and um, videos out there on demand that you can actually purchase because they're moving with time. So you will have to operate by faith. It's going to take some God confidence. You've got to believe, believe, believe. The Word of God says, uh, being confident of this, he that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. There's greatness on the inside of you. There's the inner greatness. There's something that your life has been assigned to do in the earth. It's important that you find out what that is. It's important that you develop it. It's important that you deliver it. It's important that if you're in a rut, that you come up out of the rut, fan into flame, Stir up the gifts on the inside of you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You have to finish on purpose, and it's important that you finish strong. You can't finish on purpose and not finish strong, you know, in the strength of God. You just can't. You know, when you – that's why I reworded it. It's, it's, it's the determination to finish the year purposefully. Purposefully is more defined and more definitive than strong. You know, strong could simply be, you know, okay, I'm going to get excited and I'm going to finish strong. But purposefully says, I'm not just going to be a strong, but I'm going to be strong at doing something. That my, my There are action steps that I'm going to take to make sure that at the close of the year I am on target. I'm walking in the God order steps for my life, that I'm excited about it, that I'm into a renewed mindset that says that I am capable of doing greater works in the earth. I'm capable of making an impartation that will be long-lasting um, in the earth. You can do it. I can do it. Everybody that's on the that's listening to the show tonight can do it. It's important that you operate by faith. It's important that you have confidence uh, in what it is that you are supposed to be doing is just important. Remember, know what you're called to do. Uh, develop it and then deliver it. And so the part of this challenge is going to be to help you with all three of those categories. So there will be some sessions over the next 60 days that will be focused just on you, the individual person, and how you mature and how you grow over the next 60 days. And then there will be some sessions that's going to be on actually taking action action steps um, that can go across the board. So it might be planning out um, uh, I will uh, target uh, specific areas. Maybe if you're writing a book or maybe if you're creating a project or a, a service, uh, if you're trying to uh, do something in ministry, I'm going to try to cover everything that I can think of, but there will be some practical things that I'm going to teach you that you can do and some things that you can do right now to make money if that's um, the area that you are desiring to finish purposefully in. What What's in your hand? What is it that you have right now? It goes back to your skill set, your abilities, your spiritual gifts, what you've done in the past. What are your assets? Your assets are everything in your life, knowledge, your schooling. If, even if you didn't finish college, uh, whatever knowledge, it could be knowledge you learned on your jobs, jobs that you've had, books you read. What is it that you have in your hand right now that you can monetize and make money with that will help position you to go finish strong finish on purpose, and move into the new year. A lot of times we're sitting, people are sitting around 
They want, uh, you know, they're looking for extra income. They're not really trying to leave their jobs. Everybody's not going to be an entrepreneur. But you have people who want to do something on the side. Maybe they've been working in their job for a long time. It's, oh, it's okay. But they have an excitement in another area of life, and they're trying to figure out, how do I make money doing that? How do I uh, do that? Sometimes people have a knowledge or a skill set that they don't realize that people will pay for. Everybody's not going to college. Everybody's not going to well, let's say this. Everybody's not going to a four-year college. Everybody's not going to go to a junior college. Everybody's not going to go to a Voltec school. Everybody's not going to a technical kind of school. Some people are going to come to you. You're going to be the only school that anybody, some of these people will ever, 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 ever go to. That's why it's important that you know what you know. And it's important that you believe in what you know because this is a different day in a different time. People will pay you to consult with you, to be mentored by you, to be your protege, whatever you want to call it. People are just like you and they're just like me. They want it right now. They, they're tired of waiting. I'm, look, I don't want, look, I'm going to go to another class. You know, I just want somebody to tell me, one, do this, two, do this, three, do that, four, do this. Call me on the seventh day. I'm going to go to eight, nine, and ten. You know, they just want somebody to show them what to do, talk them through some things, those kinds of things. So I want you to be thinking about that over the next couple of days. Think about where you are personally. Find out what your gifts are if you don't know what they are and begin to flow in these things because these are the things, gifts, talent, skill sets, knowledge, these are the things that's going to help you to see the fruit of your labor. It's going to bring in the things that you need to do what you need, what you are assigned to do in the earth no matter what that is. You could be on a you could be in a career and maybe you're trying to become CEO or CFO. It may take some extra training. Okay? So you you're going to have to other than your paycheck, there may be an opportunity for you to do some things to help pay for that extra training that you need. So don't limit yourself. It's a different day. It's another era that we live in. You have greatness on the inside of you, and there's somebody that's in demand of the products or the knowledge or the skill set that you have. And it's going to be important that you discover who they are because that's going to be a part of what is attached to your assignment, and you don't want to miss it. You don't want to just flow through life just by happenstance. You want your life to be meaningful. You want your life to be purposeful. You want it to be driven by your purpose, driven by your passion, driven by your desires to pursue all of those things so that you can live a more fulfilling life. So I want to thank you so much for joining me on tonight. Um, Before we go, as I always do, if you have a clo- uh, if you want to make a comment or have a question, you could just hit uh, the number one. It'll put you in the queue, and uh, and we can go from there. If not, we're going to shut down for the evening. So I'll give you just a few moments um, to make that decision. And uh, when I see it light up, I'll bring you on and I'll just um, call out the last four numbers of your uh, phone number so that you um, will know that you're on the air. And so. Um, Thank you so much, so much for joining me. It's going to be a great and awesome next 60 days. The first 31 days have been great, Uh, very uh, challenging, I'm sure, as I've heard from most of you, very challenging uh, to keep up with it. That's the interesting thing about when you do 30-day, 60-day, 90-day challenges. When you do any type of challenge where it's on a daily basis, the the, um, 
true challenge for you is to stay in the challenge. I've done like um, a 30-day blogging challenge before, and the true challenge is to stay in the moment of the challenge. So every day I had to remind myself I had to post a blog post for 30 days. So if you want to get see the results of the challenge, you have to work the challenge every day. You know, every day. And even though I would um, pre-schedule some of my posts on the day that it hit, I still had to go back over to the group and post the link where the where the uh, blog post was that was pre-scheduled. So every day, no matter whether I pre-scheduled those blog posts or not, I still had to go back that day, get the post, go back over to the group, uh, get give me feedback on that blog post. So any challenge that you do, the greatest um, challenge of the challenge is to stay in the moment and to stay caught up in doing the challenge. The purpose of the challenge is to help you to develop a, a skill or a habit over a period of time. You know, so this one is tenacity. So over the after about 90 days, if you stay in the flow of things, you will have that determination, not just for the rest of this year, you will have determination for all of next year to pursue, pursue, pursue the best, the best, the best of everything on the inside of you and whatever you are called to do. That's the challenge is just to develop that determination, develop that mindset that keeps you in the flow of greatness, that keeps you in the flow of greater works, that keeps you in the flow of enjoying the fruit of your labor. That's where I want to be all the time. So I want to encourage you. So once again, thank you so much. I'm Minister Ginger London. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you. We'll meet up tomorrow. Uh, if you're in the Facebook group, we'll post um, uh, when the show is going to be. We're going to think it's an early morning show tomorrow. Tomorrow morning is an early morning show. I think it's 7 a.m. or either 8 a.m. Um, so there will be a post in the Facebook group and also on the regular Facebook page and LinkedIn and Twitter and all those places. So if you're not a part of the Gotta Got to Get Myself Together group on Facebook, go join us, and you can have access to the replays and all of the um, worksheets and things that they've already received, um, make sure you go over to the Facebook group. They, I think the first gift I gave was a 14-page laser-focused uh, worksheet. It's 14 pages long to help you, and that's to get it, make copies of it, and work through it for the rest of this season as well as at the top of the season. You want to make sure you stay focused, focused, focused. Um, on whatever you're working on, whatever you're pursuing, whatever you're doing, you want to stay focused. So thank you once again. God bless you. Take care. I'm Minister Ginger London. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome evening. Take care.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.